Welcome back to the Work Mija podcast, a podcast where mujeres empower mujeres. And I am your host, Sochil Carmona, back with another solo podcast episode because I am a Gemini and I can hold these down. But today's episode, I wanted to talk about one year in business. September 1st was the one year Work Mija business anniversary. And I want to talk a little bit about the experience, but mostly things that I've learned as a business owner within the first year because there was a lot of learning to do and a lot of learning still to do. Just some lessons, some things, challenges that I've encountered and hopefully mostly a mindset that I feel I hope can help others out when navigating or wanting to navigate this thing called business, especially if you are, you know, starting it off as a solo business owner and starting off small and or big and wearing all of the hats because it's more than just making the products. It's more than just advertising. It's more than just marketing. It's more than just inventory management admin accounting there's a lot that goes into it and a lot to take on but it's doable if you really want it I feel like you will figure it out and I also had posted on my Instagram stories if anybody had any questions that you wanted me to answer regarding my one year in business journey in general and I had a couple so I will share those at the end and I was planning to actually (laughs) record this episode in September, but I was busy wearing all the hats. But also September was just a great month to kind of process everything, reset, recharge, and create goals for the second year in business. But to start off, one of the biggest lessons that I have learned in this journey of mine, and I feel like I've mentioned this before, but I really want to just kind of reiterate because for me, I'm in it for the long haul. I'm starting a business because I want to be in that business. And one of the biggest things, biggest takeaways is if you're going to start a business, make sure it's something you are passionate about. That is something I cannot stress enough. I have... Throughout many years of my life, I have had several different ideas of businesses and I feel like none of them really stuck or in general, I've tried different things, but it was never something I was truly, truly passionate about like what I am doing now. And the biggest reason why I say make sure it is something you're passionate about is because it's going to get hard and you're going to want to quit so many times. The first month I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? What did I get myself into? (laughs) One month in, I was like, oh my gosh. But if you love it, if you are passionate about it, you will get through. That is what is going to help you get through some of the most challenging times. The first month, you know, I was super excited. September, we launched. We had two mugs, a Chingona Fuel mug and the Believe in Yourself Mija coffee mug and I was super excited I was like okay cool we're gonna film this content we're gonna put this up in social media and we got sales and of course you know I was grateful that the first month launch you know we got so many sales and then you know of course it kind of died down a little bit and guess what not every day is going to be a sale day something else I've realized but after that I was like 
how do I sell more mugs? <laughs> how do I get more followers? How do I, you know, get more potential customers? I was like, can I keep doing this every month, every week, every year? How do I sustain this? I was exhausted after the first month. Once again, I went really hard, you know, like I normally do, but you have to do that a lot. And every day you have to show up for your business every day, every week. You know, of course, take some mental health uh, breaks here and there, but you're going to have to keep going. This is something, can you do this or want to do this for basically the rest of your life? Because <laughs> I think, you know, definitely longevity is the goal. So if you are passionate about it, guess what? It makes it that much easier to continue. It makes it that much easier to want to continue because you're going to have those days where motivation is lacking or rather it's probably going to be more so than lack of motivation it's going to be more so something called burnout which we'll talk about a little bit more you're going to have those days but if you love it you will come back to it you will take your time to step away and you will come back even better so that is definitely the first thing I've learned and the biggest thing I want to reiterate the next thing, so how do you continue to get more followers, to get more potential customers, get more eyes on your business? How do you continue to grow? Share, 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 and keep on sharing about your business. Keep on sharing on social media. Keep on sharing with your friends, with your family, with everybody you know. It really is the way you will grow. And the other biggest thing is don't worry about thinking people will be sick of it. Chances are they missed over half your post <laughs> because guess what? Instagram, which is not one by Facebook, but like me, Instagram is definitely my favorite place to hang out. The Instagram algorithm, basically I forgot I heard like the statistic, which I totally believe it, only shows your audience like an X amount of percentage, maybe like 30% or something of your actual content and your posts to followers. And I feel like specifically too, like I noticed it because I have my personal page and then I have my business account. And I think, no, yeah, I have more followers on my personal page. But like when I share on my personal page, I feel like I, it definitely gets through a little bit quicker and it gets through to more people gets through to more eyes than when I post on my business page which I feel like Instagram probably does because it is a business account and guess what Instagram wants you to pay to play they really want you to buy those ads buy those promotions but guess what we are balling on a budget so we are trying to do as much organic as possible I think I barely did my first like promotional post in like September just to test it out and see you know just a small amount well, basically, that's what Instagram and Facebook wants you to do. So you really have to be creative. You really have to just continue to create that content, continue to share so that your people can see it and share on your own personal page too. Sometimes I feel like like almost as if Instagram might hide my business stuff sometimes. So I was like, wait a minute, like I usually get more people seeing that. So it's just how to make your way through the shuffle, how to make your way through the algorithm that everybody hates. 
but also encourage others to share. So not everyone can purchase, but that share is free 99. <laughs> that share of your product and the tag of your company, that's like an extra set of eyes on your page, on your product, on your business. And sharing a story post is just so powerful. Like people don't realize that can convert a new follower who will eventually become a new customer. So even sharing on your own personal page, like I have 2000 followers on my personal page and 1300 on the business one. That's an extra thousand people who can see the post. So when a friend does it, that's like a new audience who can see the post. So anyone who does share my content and stories, you don't know how much I love it every single time. And especially after you kind of share it. And I'm like, oh, that's Melo's friend who is now following the page. And that is like one of the most appreciated things ever. Also, keep sharing and don't feel like you're annoying anyone by constantly sharing or talking about your business. You are marketing your business. If they're not interested, they can unfollow. And you know what? That's totally okay because that might also be hurting your algorithm <laughs> in general. So you can, you can lose them. If they're not interested, that's okay. They're not a potential customer. They can go somewhere else. The next biggest lesson, the one of the hardest ones sometimes, especially when you're constantly maybe on Instagram, on TikTok, on all the social media pages, you have your own kind of like favorite business owners. You start to make friends with business owners. You start to follow other business page that you just personally like, you personally purchase from. And, you know, it's definitely inspiring, but make sure you don't compare yourself. And I get it. This one can kind of be hard. You want to admire, but then you seeing their success, you're like, dang, like, what am I doing wrong? Or, you know, like just in general, sometimes when I look at other businesses that I really love, I really admire, it just kind of makes me feel some type of way. And I admire what they're doing, but I can get down on myself and I have to remember not to do that. I have to remember we're barely a year in. I have to remember when I was a month in, when I was two months in, like, girl, (laughs) you're barely X amount of years in and they're probably double or triple that amount of time in. You have to remember their start doesn't look like it does now. A lot of times it can make me feel like I'm not doing enough. And then I have to remember personally, like, girl, you're doing this part time. (laughs) I have to remember, like, I was so really happy where I was a year into the business. But I was like, dang, imagine what I could do if I was doing this full time. And that's definitely the goal. But we got to pay the bills. <laughs> so we need that day job in between. And also so we can add a little bit of seed money to the business so that hopefully we can take this on. So I have to remind myself of that a lot because some of the people that I admire the most, guess what? They're getting so much done because they have double the time that I do. So when you're seeing that success, just remember You will get there. You can get there. You're going to get there the way that you're going to get there. But you've got a full time job. You've got a beauty YouTube channel, which does help for, you know, kind of bringing in some of that crowd. (laughs) You're trying to make time for your now husband, (laughs) your dog, family and friends, mis plantitas. Oh, and myself when I can. So you know what? 
After reflecting on this one year in business and where we're at and the goals that we met, yes, you're doing pretty good. You're doing pretty great. Squeezing everything in and running this part-time business and getting it to where it's at today. And guess what? Year two, we're going to be better. Year three, we're going to be better. There's just so many challenges that come with every year and we're going to conquer them all. Next biggest lesson that I learned, balance. Balance is important. Life balance is important. If you don't think it is, you is wrong. <laughs> if you don't think it is, you have not been burned by the burnout bug. As much as you want to do everything for your business all day, every day, every minute of the day, it's also important to make time to do things for yourself. When I don't take the time for myself, I notice that my business lacks. I notice that my creativity lacks. It's almost like this wall, this block, this creativity block is in my way when I don't make time for myself, when I don't take time to take a nap. If I'm tired, take a nap. If I'm tired, go to sleep early. That's time for me. <laughs> if I want to just do something with my husband, if I want to do something with my friends, take the time and do it. Find that balance of business and fun, business and pleasure, business and relaxation. Find the time for it because it will make the biggest difference. Don't get tunnel vision because I have been there. And that's the next one. Burnout is real. I have noticed when I don't try to balance to the best of my ability, that's when the burnout comes in. That's when you start to grind yourself into a deep, dark hole of burnout. It will do more damage than good. For some reason, every time it's like burnout happens. I like I, I catch myself wanting to go into overdrive and tell me why it always aligns with that Capricorn moon coming in. Always my Capricorn placements get charged. <laughs> I was like, we got to do it all. You don't have to do it all. You don't have to do it all today. And I have to, I have the biggest issue reminding myself about that. Ah, that is one of the hardest things for me to do. Just chill. It's a lot harder. <laughs> and it seems I was like, what is this? What is this thing we call chill? I need to do something, which is probably why I've had so many crafty, you know, little projects and you know, hobbies in my life. But yes, you do need balance and you do need fun to keep your creative juices flowing. If you are the everything, <laughs> don't overcharge yourself. Don't overdo it because especially if you are the creative in the business, you're going to need those creative juices and nothing kills the creative juices like burnouts. Believe me, Next lesson I have learned is to trust your gut. And this can be hard. This can be a journey, I will say, if you are like me and you are an overthinker. But I honestly, and I've just thought about this right now, what has really helped me, because I feel like this year has really taught me how to trust my gut. I've just gotten better about trusting my gut. I feel like previously I just... Ugh, it's the anxiety probably <laughs> in me that makes me such an overthinker. I have high functioning anxiety, which I guess if you're going to have anxiety, that's the best type of anxiety to have because, you know, you start businesses <laughs> that way. But I feel like what has really helped me 
learn how to trust my gut or like open up to trusting my gut in general or just believing in myself has been therapy. And because thinking from when I started therapy to starting my business to where I'm at now and the level that I trust my gut, it has definitely been a journey, has definitely been a process. And I think that has really accounted for learning to trust my gut. Because previously I was always like, I don't know, what about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? All these different things. And I've just never felt super confident always in my decision making sometimes there's just so many variables that I thought of and I realized a big part of that was honestly anxiety and uh this past I think I started therapy in the summer of 2020 so because I was like I'm about to start a business (laughs) I know I'm gonna need some help (laughs) talk to things in general personally and in business there's gonna be some challenges there and I feel like within that journey I have really overcome my anxiety a lot or have been more self-aware I've learned to work with it work with myself rather and I just see a huge difference in my decision making and just being able to see clearly what I need to do what needs to be done what decisions need to be made so there's definitely that other tip if you are someone who was like me and very much an overthinker and never really trusted your gut honestly therapy it's probably the anxiety it's probably something there so I feel like that has helped me navigate but why I say you really do need to trust your gut learn how to trust your gut eventually hopefully you will learn to trust your gut is because you have so many decisions to make and only you can determine you know if it's the right one only you you are managing this business and who knows later along the line maybe managing other people and it can be overwhelming when everyone comes to you with their opinions about your business and while they all mean well only you understand the inner workings of your business there are so many people who are like you should make this product and this product and this packaging and this and I would like all that too I would like to make all the things I would like to have all the things there's so many goals of products and launches and phases of this business but girl I got a budget (laughs) you know you don't know my financials and you know we're starting off small we're chipping away we're you know starting off the way that we're starting off to grow and get to where we want to get to and at the end of the day I'm the one who has to figure out what the best way to get there is the best way to trust your gut honestly for me is to gather the data what works and what doesn't analytics I think that has always helped me which is why like business wise work wise I can make those decisions because I have the data I think sometimes when it comes to people (laughs) I was like how can I get data out of people but in business guess what there's the tools for that so that you can make those right decisions so learn to love the data so that you can make the financial decisions and the best decisions for your business also take into account what does the majority of your audience want what do the people who you're making the products for want your customers you know I like to do polls on Instagram which you know populates Facebook a little cheat to see what is my audience like what do they like what do they not like what do they prefer get to know them so I can make the products for them but 
while we are taking into consideration their opinions, make sure your decisions are also based off of the data and your guts. The next thing I've learned is to trust the process. Plant the seeds, do the work, and watch it grow. Not everything is instant. You have to work. Work. Mija. <laughs> Hence the name. But you're constantly going to be working at this to watch it grow. When you post a piece of content, don't expect it to go viral. It's going to take a while for people to come. It's going to take a while for people to purchase. Just keep on doing what you're doing. Keep building the brand. That's what you're doing. You're not just posting. Post with a purpose. Curate your posts around your brand. Don't just take photos of products. What are you trying to create here when you say you're creating a community, how are you doing that? Maybe with the podcast, maybe with other people's stories. Don't just make your social media a catalog for all the pretty little products that you have. It's not just a t-shirt. What's the message behind the t-shirt? It's not just a mug. What is the message? What is the brand? What is the mission? And that takes time. If you just want to sell products? Yeah, you can do that. But I mean, how are you going to keep selling products? It's easy to sell one. It's hard to build a customer base. It's hard to build repeating customers who love what you're doing. It's hard to build a brand. It's easy to make a t-shirt, if you get me. So Trust the process. And that goes into my last lesson, which is to bet on yourself. Believe in yourself. I mean, if you're going to gamble, <laughs> might as well double down on yourself because you know what you are capable of. You know what you can do. And betting on myself is definitely the best thing I could have done. I wish I could have done it earlier, but there's definitely a journey. There's definitely a navigating. I am a Sagittarius rising. You know, we have to travel <laughs> and go through some things to realize what we are capable of because every day that it gets hard, every decision that you make, I forgot which podcast episode, but I was just talking about like, that's how I get through things now. <laughs> of course we think about it. But finally, when we make that decision, when we make that big purchase, because oh, every time we make a, you know, bulk order of our products, we are believing in ourselves. We are betting on ourselves that we can push that product. We can market that product and we can sell that product. We can continue to find the audience for that product. You are betting, you are doubling down and guess what? You're going to be so happy that you did because you know what you are capable of. But more than anything, you're capable of more than you think. Like start trying to, I guess, see yourself in the way that others see yourself, which is something I'm trying to do more of because I was like, damn, y'all see me a little bit better than I do. <laughs> but we are getting better at it. And every time you do it, you're growing. If it's a feeling that makes you uncomfortable, if it's takes you out of your comfort zone, it's going to be a great decision because you cannot grow if you are doing the same things every single day. You need to do something different 
if you're just posting the same things, if you're just not changing anything, why would you expect anything else to change? So bet on yourself. Do the things. Do that thing that maybe you don't think you're capable of. You're going to make mistakes, but guess what? More than anything from those mistakes, you're going to learn from those mistakes and you're going to do even better. It's not the end all be all. And I feel like especially for the people who do want to you know, get into a business, more than likely you have that entrepreneurial bug spirit in you. And the most common thing that entrepreneurs have is the ability to figure it out. Do we know what's going to happen? Do we know what exactly to do, what exactly to navigate? No, but you can and you will figure it out. So that was what definitely inspired me to come out with the bet on yourself Miha sweatshirt and tote bag because it's so true. It's just a reminder for me every single day and I hope a reminder for everybody else and an additional lesson. Make sure to plug yourself and your products whenever possible. The Bet on Yourself <laughs> Mija sweatshirt and tote bag are available for purchase. And don't feel ashamed for doing it. Don't feel ashamed for sharing your products, for sharing your inspiration. But that was the inspiration behind that one. And definitely planned it around the one year. And I was so happy to create that shirt and see all the other products that I had created from the start of those two little mugs and especially I remember the chingona fuel mug like that one still makes me smile that one is still my motivation I'm so glad that it's the motivation for many people out there because I was holding on to that dream to that little idea for far too long <laughs> before we actually did it and if you were to ask me what was my biggest regret from this whole experience is maybe not doing it sooner, not believing in myself sooner than I have. And don't you worry. Believe in yourself, Miha is definitely coming back. I feel like she needs an entourage though. So, but I feel like that still holds true to my heart is to believe in yourself, to bet on yourself. You know, bad is Miha. I hope those products inspire you all as well. Before we end this podcast episode, I wanted to jump into two of the questions. <laughs> I still wanted to answer these for you that I received on Instagram. And let me know if I should do some more of these Q&As somewhere. Where should I post those so you can ask? But the first one was, what was the biggest self-doubt you had to overcome? And honestly, I think the biggest self-doubt is that I, me, myself, personally, that I could do it, that I was capable. And thinking of that now, I'm like, bullshit, yeah, you were. <laughs> you know, obviously, but I can't see into the future. But there was just so much I had to work through in order to see that. And just thinking of that now, it's just so silly. Yes, you are capable. Because I was like, what do I know? What do I know about running a business? What do I know about doing X, Y, Z? What do I know about manufacturers? What do I know about sourcing? Girl, Google University. Figure it out. And that is definitely a talent that I learned that I have. And is something I'm glad I learned because that is what's going to help me grow. That's what helps continue to push me. Because I was like, 
whatever we'll figure it out we will figure it out and we do we always do if you want it really badly you will figure it out if you want it bad enough you will find a way you will travel the ends of the earth you will get it when people give up so easily ah it drives me nuts because like there's a way do you really want it where there's a will there is a way so biggest self-doubt was just believing in myself just believing in my capabilities seeing what I was capable of seeing my own talents and what I can do the next question was how did you push yourself to get started I struggle with where to even begin with big ideas and a couple of parts to this question the first one is there's like it's almost like are you unmotivated like what is it the first one is to work on yourself. The first one, if you're struggling to get started, there's something else there. There's something blocking you maybe personally. So working through that first, whether it's, you know, self-awareness with yourself, but more than anything, like start with therapy, figure out what it is that's stopping you from starting, figure out what it is that's keeping you from starting. Clarity, having that clarity, that self-awareness, I think is definitely the first step. And then if you struggle with where to begin with big ideas, which I definitely did, I was like, I want to do this. I want to do that. And I do that a lot. I get it. And that makes me so overwhelmed that I almost don't do those things is because it is such a huge, broad, general goal. So for me, the best thing to do is to break it down into mini goals instead of starting with the I'm going to start a business with this product and this because there's so many questions in between honestly break that down into okay well where do we even start <laughs> legal break that down into a checklist where do we do what do we need to qualify LLC how much budget you know break down the legal the financial stuff break down okay what products all right what do we have the budget for that has honestly helped me whenever I break down one large goal into mini goals so it's weird that it doesn't overwhelm me it overwhelms me to have one big goal but I'd rather have maybe a checklist of 20 to 30 items that I can chip away at little by little. Because then it's like, oh, LLC. Okay, that's what we're doing today. Check. It's just so much easier to look at than everything all together. Because, yeah, you probably will be like, ugh, F this. Like, screw that. Like, which I've done. Which you'll push it off because it's just so much to do. And there's always going to be so much to do. So, checklist to-do lists mini lists and they you know make you feel accomplished when you kind of get the little things but when it all comes together into one big thing I think that has definitely been the most helpful tool for me those were definitely some of the biggest lessons I've definitely learned a lot of lessons <laughs> from my first year in business as the owner of Work Mija and I'm excited for year two. I just know year one was great. It was almost like a tester year just to see, just to dip your toe in and kind of see what you can do, see what you have to do, see if this is something you want to continue to do, which I totally do. And I just feel like year two, you know, we've set the foundation because setting the foundation definitely takes a lot, <laughs> but we've 
gotten the hang of it. So year two, I'm excited to see where this brings us, what marketing strategies, what business strategies we can implement, and how we can grow in general. And I hope everybody does enjoy not only the podcast, but even some of these solo episodes. Please, you know, make sure to message or, you know, comments on the little audiograms, <laughs> what other, you know, questions you might have. But looking forward to some more interviews with other business owners and creatives that I have personally met. I love chatting with other mujeres who are doing what I do, which is owning and running a business, something that they're passionate about, and it definitely inspires me. So I hope it, that it inspires you as well. Thank you so much for tuning into the Work Miha podcast. Thank you so much for supporting Work Miha for the first year. Can't wait to see what two years does and where we get to what that episode will be like make sure to follow on instagram facebook and if you want to see the silly little dances on tiktok and i'll see you all on the next episode <laughs>